Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Last Ones In, where being late to the party isn't always a bad thing. As always, I'll be your host, Jariah, and with me we have Robbie. Hello. And then next to me is E. Hello. All right, and today we are going to be taking a look at the 2016 film Krampus. It is directed by Michael Doherty. Never heard of him. Really? Really. He's done a couple of other small, weird horror movies that we'll get into much, much later into the podcast. I've seen the movie before. Neither of you have seen it. I have not. So I want to know, Robbie, what do you think is going to happen in this movie? So I know that Krampus is like an old fairy tale, I want to say, in like the Nordic countries of like uh, what they said is like, oh, yeah, if you're a good child, then Santa will bring you presents. If you're a bad child, though, then the Krampus will come and he'll steal you away in the ni- or middle of the night. So I have a feeling it's kind of a somewhat of a modern take on that old fairy tale. Okay. What do you think, E? Uh, yeah, something like that. I think uh, child boy and child girl go visit their grandparents. But uh, they're not very good child. Child boy's always on his phone and child girl's always like, wah, I'm going through puberty. I like child boy and child girl. Yeah, I not think just boy good. or girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never I mean, I guess saying child might imply younger than I think. I think they're probably teenagers because that's like when it's, uh, I don't, I don't want to be at my grandparents' house for Christmas. I want to be skateboarding instead. <laughs> Okay. Skateboarding so, and drinking Sunny D and being extreme. Yeah. So they go to the grandparents and the grandparents are like, oh, oy vey, my, my grandchildren, what the heck? And then uh, it gets the establishing shot outside and you see a black figure walking towards the door. And then it is actually Krampus. And he's like, rar, I'm Krampus. And he goes and does Krampus stuff and <laughs> everyone dies is my guess for the ending. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. I like that. I also <laughs> want it to be noted, E does not watch horror movies at all. He no. is not a fan of them. Not only am I not a fan, I can't handle them very well. Yeah, there a- was uh, one horror movie last night I was describing to him, and he looked like he was going to have a panic attack. Yes. Um, in E's words, I would describe E with horror movies as a baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> as a child boy? <laughs> no, no, baby boy. You got to go younger. At least 12. <laughs> so with your guys' ideas of what this movie is going to be out of the way... Let's go ahead and read the back of the box. When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max is disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Little does he know, this lack of festive spirit has unleashed the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks (laughs) loose as beloved holiday icons take on monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for each other. If they hope to survive. Okay, so Child Boy's name is Max, then I guess. So that's so just holiday. It just said holiday, right? So is like the Easter Bunny gonna show up too? I feel like no. <laughs> I have only seen this movie once, but I feel like the Easter Bunny doesn't happen. Oh, this is specifically a Christmas movie. Okay, so like we're gonna get like a menorah. We're gonna get like a. <laughs> the mm-hmm. only thing that I, or I guess we can actually add on to this is we had to fight hard to find this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, let's go into that. <laughs> I tried to be a cheap bastard when trying to buy this movie because I didn't own it. I own a lot of movies. I didn't own this movie. I tried to be a cheap bastard. We went to a movie store called Entertain Mart last night, looking around all for it in used bins and long boxes and everything. Turns out they had one DVD copy available there. 
and it was $8. I was like, $8? Well, does anybody have it cheaper? So I looked on Walmart's site. Only one Walmart had any copies of it at all. It was a $5 copy. I was like, well, $5, I can save a couple bucks. I'll just pick it up the next day. So I go to Walmart. They don't have it at all. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to spend a couple more dollars. Go over to Entertain Mart again, that other movie store. It's a great store, by the way. You're mm-hmm. going to have to go over to Entertain Mart and get it there. I go in. Turns out somebody else bought the last copy that morning. So, yeah, we, we started making some phone calls to some other places. Turns out the Best Buy that's near where we live actually had a copy of it. So I decided I was going to go and look for a copy of that. And they had that one on sale for $6. So they actually had like a five ninety nine bin. So I thought it might be in there. I literally took every single movie out of that bin looking for that copy. And I went, I talked to somebody up in the counter and they're just like, oh yeah, we should have it. As a matter of fact, on our computer, it says we have two copies. And it's like, all right, cool. Where can I find it? It's like, oh, just look in the DVD section. It wasn't there. Like (laughs) the section where they had Krampus, like it was just empty. And so like I went and I talked to somebody. He's like, listen, I went through your bin. I went through the actual DVD section. I can't find it. It's like, oh, just keep looking. You don't understand. (laughs) I can't find it. That is a person who's just like, and I don't get paid enough to care about you not finding this movie, sir. Probably. And, like, I just asked him, like, could you just please check in the back? Like, I had to sit there and, like, just, like, just please, for the love of God, sent, just look in the back. And I guess they looked in the back. And apparently, like, the section where they had the movies, it was at the very end of that section. And they only had the one copy. So awful. So, yeah, I was also, gone for over an hour looking for this movie. Yeah. And we would have just gotten it digitally and done it there. But we are having horrible internet troubles in our area today. And the internet is going to be out for four hours after we're recording this podcast. Considering it was supposed to come up about two or three hours ago and it's still down. So trying to find this movie, me being a cheapskate, turns out maybe next time I'll learn not to do that. Tried to say $3, probably spent $5 in gas. Probably a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Life lesson, people. Don't be a cheapskate. Don't be a cheapskate. (laughs) It is the season to learn that life lesson. Actually, there's a lot of don't be a cheapskate movies. That's true. I guess. Yeah. This is our own little Christmas miracle. So we'll be back in... I'm going to guess an hour 29. Hour 35. Those are both great guesses. It is an hour and 38 minutes. Okay. Ah, I was closer. So it's not bad. Even if E has a horrible time with this, he won't have to have a horrible time for long. So we'll be right back after these messages. And we are back without E having a single panic attack while watching it. Yep. It's a new record. Yeah. Definitely a new record. I think right away, since you are such a little baby child with horror movies, E, we should ask you immediately, what did you think? Uh, not at all scary. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I could classify this as a scary movie. I don't even know if I'd classify it as a slasher movie. No, not slasher. Horror. Yeah, In definitely not a slasher. Horror, but not slasher. Mm-hmm. I felt tonally it's kind of all over the place. All right, Robbie, what are your initial thoughts? It's kind of just, it was more of a fun movie than it was a horror movie, it felt like. Like, I couldn't take any of it too seriously. It was, Mm -hmm. like E said, it was all over the place. Nothing was ever, like, too frightening, I guess. But it was just, I don't know, it didn't seem like they were going for that tone. It just seemed like they were going for a ridiculous tone, and even the actors were a part of it being ridiculous, because even there was a couple moments in the movie, they are just like, really? Yeah, the actors are definitely in on the joke. It seems like it's... It's definitely playing a joke, seeing as the director's previous work, what he was most well-known for before coming into this, which we'll get into way later. But he definitely rides that line with his movies. Tends to go for almost like a horror comedy thing. With the one he did previously to this, for sure, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it does seem more like a horror comedy. Like, I did, I didn't hate the movie. It's not something I would go out of my way to watch, either. There were a couple... Uh, how do I put it? I guess 
cliches that happen in it too and it seems oh, like they just put it there sure. on purpose but it's a movie like it's you can't really take it too seriously but it doesn't take itself too seriously it's definitely not the average christmas movie though but it's not like a great movie to watch either and as for me this is the second time that i've seen it i did not have high thoughts on the movie beforehand i would say i actually viewed on it as being one of the lesser of this kind of genre with gremlins obviously being the top tier in my mind i don't love this movie i really enjoy the first half of it and i think the second half falls short in so many ways and it feels rushed and just kind of bogs down a lot i don't know i think it has a lot to do with the rating which we'll also get into later i guess i didn't say i didn't really like the movie much either like i didn't hate it i just it didn't really leave anything on me much yeah it has a cult following um i think they're wrong I think that's more because of the director's previous work and a lot of people wanting to love this as much as the last one, but I don't love it. I like some of it. It, It's likable. I don't know if it's lovable. So I think that's going to be our initial thoughts on that before we really, really dive into this. So if you guys don't want any spoilers for Krampus 2015, then I would say pause this now. Go watch it if you're really interested. If you don't care at all, keep listening. We'd love to have you. So the movie starts off with a slow-mo montage of people flooding in to the shopping center with it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas playing in the background on it, obviously going for a very satirical tone through the whole thing. Right. And you just see holiday shoppers basically doing the normal Black Friday thing that you would imagine them doing. But not on Black Friday, apparently. Yeah, from what it was saying in the movie, it was like three days before Christmas, but they were treating it like Black Friday where as soon as they open the doors, like a flood of people start coming in and apparently running over and possibly murdering some of the clerks that are working there. (laughs) Definitely murdering some yeah. of the clerks. Yeah, because there's like there. one who's trampled in it. And like, it doesn't show anyone helping to get him up or anything. It just shows like a... Someone a, steps on him, actually. Oh, a lot of people step on yeah. him. And like, the they just keep on trampling over him. So that guy's probably dead. And then there's another guy who falls at least another 10 feet off of a ladder because someone knocks him over. He's probably dead, too, because it shows him falling face first. Osha would have a field day with this place. Oh, yeah. I'll throw a fun fact in here right away. Ooh. That scene was shot in one day at a local shopping area. I can believe it. Was that actually just what was happening at that shopping area that day? No. <laughs> oh. But it was an actual place that they made to look like that. It looks like a Kmart mixed with a Costco. But anyways, there's that. There's chaos going around. People are ripping products as they're trying to steal it from each other's hands. Fights are breaking out. There's people who are behind the counter that just look scared. And then he finally goes to a fight happening in front of Santa between two kids which is where we get the first glimpse of our lead characters, I would say. Our ensemble cast, almost, in this movie. And you get to see little baby boy Max. (laughs) Yeah, you get to see child boy himself. Fighting another kid over the fact that the other kid wanted to apparently break Christmas spirit and tell all the other kids that Santa isn't real. Max didn't like that at all. And so he started fighting him, and all the kids started cheering him on. Just one person amongst the crowd that was, like, gathering bet money from all the kids. and Yeah, which we learn about after the montage when they're back at the house and they start talking about it right we get introduced to a lot of people yeah very uh, quickly yeah. i went back and i counted a little bit on that one like it went from because there's five people starting off because you know it's mom the dad the son the daughter and the grandma yeah i know me dad's name is tommy mom is sarah son is max sister's beth grandma omi that's who we start off with yeah yeah and it 
doubles almost immediately. It more than doubles. Yeah, it does actually. more than double. Oh, well, great. <laughs> uh, they do that. They're Wait. all like, Max, don't like, fight people. And- yeah, he's basically yeah. like, he started it. He was trying to break Christmas spirit, and I didn't want him to. Yeah, and, and they start. he starts asking if they're going to start wrapping presents along with everybody, and then and watching Charlie they're just Brown. like, oh, yeah, if we're yes. going to watch Charlie Brown, and everyone's like, oh, look at the time, and like kind of just like ignores him for a second, except for Grandma Omi. Yeah, yeah. Grandma Omi's there. She's baking tons and tons of amazing Christmas treats to which the dad Tommy goes in he's like this all looks amazing but don't work too hard because Sarah bought a whole bunch of cookies at the store which is just not Christmas yeah. spirit which your grandma just has that look on her face like this bitch yeah. afterwards yeah. this motherfucker oh so I'm gonna bring up something it does what a lot of movies do where one character will be speaking a foreign language and the other character speaking to them in yeah. English and I hate when they do that because that doesn't that's not how people talk either have like them both speak English or both speak the foreign language. It's a weird back and forth if you have one speak a foreign language and one speak English. Yeah, I did notice that too because she was speaking German, if I remember correctly. Some sort of like and uh, kind of language. And yeah, the family just completely understands everything she's saying. And she not, understands not the mom. I, no, yeah, I think it's he, just Max and Tommy that understand her. Yeah, which kind of makes sense. Like a little kid probably would like to speak to his grandma. Yeah. who I guess lives there. It seems like it, yeah. But it just kind of uh, assumes that like the family understands what she's saying and she understands the family. So like they both speak German and they both speak English, but Whatever. it sounds like it's it was. It's some sort of I, like Nordic I could be wrong, language. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, well, Krampus is a Eastern European myth that goes back to the pagan days. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it sounds like it might have been pagan. German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, totally like, a language. Totally a language. And that just always, because a lot of movies do this. And I know it's so the audience can kind of follow the conversation. They have subtitles, by the way. Which is a bigger annoyance than either not or always having them for me is to sometimes have them. Yeah, it feels like it's almost in some scenes just padding for the characters to be like, the grandma says something, what'd she say? And then dad or the son has to be like, oh, she said this. But like in some scenes, you see that the grandma does speak English as well. Not Amazing. great, but yeah, she well, can. And she clearly understands English due to the fact that they talk to her in English. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. That's a pretty It, it bugs thing. me. A lot of movies do that and it's dumb. So while everybody's arguing, Max is, like E said, he's like trying to get everybody to do all the Christmas stuff and get everybody in the Christmas spirit. He seems to also be finishing a letter to Santa. Yeah. And Sarah, the mom, asks the daughter Beth to go and help hang a picture for them because they went to the mall in the first place to get a bunch of Christmas pictures done with Santa because the house has to look just perfect. It has to look very Christmassy. Gotta look like Christmas. And Grandma asks Max if he's finished writing his letter. And Max says he doesn't know what to ask for this year, so he hasn't finished writing it. And the Grandma says, well, there's still time. Then they start almost wrapping stuff yeah like kind of they do something that kind of is realistic where like when you're wrapping you just kind of roll it out and then you're like oh shit there's stuff under the wrapping paper i need to grab yeah. now yeah because <laughs> <laughs> like she's like well i believe in dessert before dinner and then like re- goes under the wrapping paper to grab some plate of cookie yeah it goes to Beth talking to her boyfriend over Skype, it seems like. Right, right. And over whatever. She has, like, the most stereotypical stoner boyfriend. He just... Cause she mentions candy cane. He's like, oh, it's the only candy cane I need. Check it out. And it's just a bong that has a candy cane stripe going snowman. up it. Yeah, with a snowman <laughs> at the ball of it. Yeah. It's just super dumb, stereotypical teenager thing. But you only see him for 10 seconds, so it doesn't really yeah. matter all that much. Yeah, and he's like, Literally, why don't you come over here? And she's like, I wish. Yeah, I wish. I have to stay with the family though Uh. and then their house just starts vibrating it just violently vibrates yeah yeah and she's like what is that she's like oh it means things are getting worse actually before all of this max does ask his grandma if she believes in christmas spirit i thought it was just santa was it santa yeah i think she's like he was like oh right do you you believe in santa Santa? 
It's like, no, I believe what he stands for. I believe in Christmas spirit. What's your How old is Max? Does it ever say? I don't think it does. He looks, he looks eight to me. I think he looks older than eight. I think I he'd would probably say be like least, a 10 or 11. Yeah, I was going to say 11 yeah. or 12 maybe. Okay. Let's all meet in the middle and say nine and a half. Yeah, that seems okay. fair. He's nine and a half, let's say. <laughs> to be fair, it's like roughly around the ages whenever kids start not believing in Santa Claus. Yeah. Depends how much of a dick your brother is. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> so... Max is in his room after his sister's on the Skype call. We get to see this. And he's in there finishing his Christmas letter. He's folding it up poorly, and he puts it in an envelope. And then he puts it in his uh, onesie pocket. Yes. So, you know, it, it nothing fits in those. Yeah. No, nothing at all. But yeah, I've never he seen... He would know. He has many onesies. My onesies don't even have pockets. <laughs> I just have to put my stuff inside the onesie. Oh, my goodness. Just chaos. I know. I'm, like, walking, and I'm like, oh, my phone's about to fall out my pant leg. <laughs> So while he's finishing this up and Beth is on the Skype call, the house really does start vibrating a whole lot, which is insane. Yeah, like yeah. we're not joking. Which is, yeah, like, which yeah. is why I say, like, apparently the other family drives a tank. Yeah, like yeah. earthquake-level vibrating. I don't even think a tank would make it vibrate that much. Maybe like you know, I cycle. haven't been in a house while a tank's driving by. Yeah, like, and apparently you never really see it. They just talk about it. No, you see the, the truck later. No, you see the lights on the truck. You don't see the actual truck itself. No, they drive the truck. Yeah, you they see do. the truck. But you just see the lights. You don't really see the truck, though. You you see the truck. You see all angles of the truck. You see them open the truck. You see, like, the doors of it. You don't see the actual truck itself, though. You definitely see the truck. No, you don't. Yeah, it is two <laughs> against one right now. And while that doesn't mean we're right, we are most likely right. You definitely see the truck. <laughs> okay. Uh, then knock, knock, it's Knuckles, and the family comes in, and they're like, hey, and the mom's like, we you're yeah, all oh, here you're all, oh my god Yay. so amazing yeah because like yeah she does like the whole like whenever she hears the truck or the house vibrating and the truck coming she like starts practicing her merry christmas as she's like going to the door she's like, like she's it's just, christmas it's christmas it's christmas it's christmas yeah then hey merry christmas as she opens the door and like people start flooding into the house yeah they're like yeah hey it's my good old sister hey it's my uh nephew that probably has a mental issue yeah he hey. doesn't talk through the whole movie he just has a weird look on his face. Yeah. Hey, it's my brother-in-law. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, it's the two girls. Oh, no, it's Aunt Dorothy. So, yeah, everybody's <laughs> getting introduced. The mom on the other side of the family, we're going to go through these names real fast, and we're going to bring them up a lot because there's a lot of names. I name. won't. So we have the mom. She comes in first. That's Linda. That's the mom on the other side of the family. She okay, brings so her a casserole. Linda. She's like, hey, here's a casserole, and it's macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. Which is good, but not it's, Christmas. Yes. And then the little nephew comes in. There's Howie. Junior, technically. Howard Jr. He's called Howie throughout the movie. You're correct. And then we see the two nieces come in. One is Stevie and one is Jordan. They are both dressed up in football outfits. Very clearly, they are tomboy people. Yeah. Then the dad on the other side comes in. Uncle Howard. He is very bald and very brash about everything. And then... By surprise, everybody's coming in, and you hear a voice coming from outside, and that is Aunt Dorothy. So, how many people is that to keep track of? Rob? Well, we missed one. Yeah, you missed because the baby. they have to go oh back into the car and grab the baby. Right. So they're talking, and they're like, "By the way, Howard is a complete dickhole. He treats the family like complete fucking garbage. He's the uncle you don't want to invite, but ends up getting there somehow anyway." Yeah, they're like yeah. the trash family that just like swills beer and has elk antlers on everything. They take all the leftovers home. Yeah, they're they're the people. They're the you stereotypical never want there. obnoxious asshole family. Yeah, so they're getting everything done. Howard tries to hand Tommy presents. Tommy drops them. I don't even think Tommy. Howard just like chucks yeah. them at Tommy. Yeah, and then he blames Tommy for dropping them. And they're all apparent glass. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because you just hear glass shattering as soon as he drops all of it. Yeah, 
And then while everybody's there, Aunt Dorothy comes in. Howard's like, oh, right, I almost forgot. I have the other one in the car. And so that's another person, which that's just Baby. Yeah. yeah. Does it have know, a name? It has a name. I don't remember. It starts with a T, I'm pretty sure. We're going to call it Baby. Yeah. Baby. It's really Baby not. girl. Baby girl is really not important. Yeah. And then you could or couldn't count the dog if you wanted to. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they have Maggie? a fucking No, dog. Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. Rosie. Uh, we'll call her Rosie. It's a bulldog. Yeah. Yes. A little useless bulldog. Uh, supposedly it shat on someone's bed the last Christmas. Yeah. Well, Those... yeah, because uh, something that we did miss, too, is like whenever they were talking about the cousins coming, Beth was talking to Sarah, the mom, and saying, like, there was human shit on my bed last time. And she's like, I don't think it was actually human shit. And so we learned that the dog just shits everywhere. Hopefully the dog just shits everywhere instead yeah. of all the people. But you don't know with this family, to no. be honest. I mean, Howie Jr. has a look on his face like he was lobotomized. It could have been him. He clearly has a mental thing. Yeah, something going on there. But Howard is like, oh my god, we forgot someone. The baby's in the truck. So he goes out to grab the baby, and he comes in. And immediately, he's also just brash and horrible. He's like, oh my god, this one needs a change. The truck smells like shit. Literally, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah. they say they cuss a lot in this movie, actually. They do for PG-13. A lot of cussing, yeah. actually. And so, hands the baby over to the mom for the mom to change it. And isn't that whenever Aunt Dorothy? Because, well, no, 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 I guess. Aunt Dorothy goes to get some eggnog. Yeah, Aunt yeah. Dorothy comes in. She's like, where's the nog? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Sarah and Linda, they both uh, tend to argue, like, why did you invite her? And she's like, sorry, I thought she was going to come by to bring gifts. But then she had a suitcase in her hand. We were just supposed to say no to her. Yeah. Yeah, you say no to these ones. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so. you can't have the aunt spending Christmas alone, so she has to ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, and she's awful too. I there's not a single point in the movie I liked her. I think that's kind of her idea is like just be a super unlikable character. It is, but man, it, there's like a point. out of all the unlikable characters, she's yeah. the most unlikable. She's not well. The, I think the thing she's not like funny, funny unlikable. She's just kind of an alcoholic. Yeah, an alcoholic and a jerk yeah. in a way that's not fun. Because there's ways you can do that fun. But I think, like, it seemed, at least with this beginning portion of the movie, that they wanted to make that family as obnoxious as possible, just so you hated them as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah, so you get why what happens later happens. Yeah, that's true. And then, is it dinner or is there another scene before? Right to dinner. Yeah, right it goes to right dinner. Jump, oh, yeah. I don't want to say it was a smash cut, but it was a jump cut to dinner. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the kids down in a two-liter of not Mountain Dew. Off, off brand Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah. And then he burps. And Howard's like, ah, ah, that's my boy. Yeah, the thing about that, too, is he burps, like, right in front of Brett, Beth's face. <laughs> in and front of Brett's on, face. <laughs> and he burps right in front of her face. And, like, the look on her face says that that smelled horrible. But, yeah, and then the dad, Howard, is like, oh, that's my boy. Like, doesn't even tell him, like, not to do that because it's rude to do that at the dinner table. But mm-hmm. that's not that kind of family because as soon as he's done burping and or after down in this two liter of off-brown Mountain Dew, he starts, he just, like, has a Cornish hen attached to a fork, <laughs> and he's just, like, eating the yeah. entire chicken. And all the family's like, man, good thing we brought the macaroni and hot dogs, because this is garbage food. And it's, yeah. like, well-prepared, like, high-class food. Yeah. but Not even that high-class. It's, like, middle-class food. Yeah, lower middle-class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, creme brulee is very much a middle-class food. <laughs> you can, creme brulee's not that hard to make. Really the blowtorch is the not. hardest part. Yeah. yeah, but like Aunt Dorothy is all like, "Wow, why didn't you make a ham?" Which I kind of agree with. Ham's pretty staple for Christmas, even if you don't like ham. But what's fun about it is all the foods that she has are the European foods from like the where the old tales come from of Krampus. Ooh. So it's like classical foods of that area. Fun yeah. fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like the Cornish hens and like the, old, the other foods that she has, and even the creme brulee that she makes at uh, towards the end for the the dessert that everyone complains about 
Yeah. Well, yeah, she goes, so, um, they're just kind of all being kind of shitty to each other. Yeah. Howard's like saying like, Hey, Tommy, why didn't you ever play? You played football, right? And Tommy's like, no, I was training for the scouts at the time. He's like, scouts. <laughs> yeah. What do they teach you how to do there? Knit and tie knots. He's like, well, no, they teach us survival and you know how He's to. Like, the only yourself. thing I need for survival is my shotgun. So yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, Mom goes to get dessert since everyone's being a little shit about the food. And then T- Stevie or think- Jordan? Which one's which? That's a good question. Stevie has glasses. Jordan doesn't. Okay, okay so it was Stevie So Stevie then. actually grabbed Max's uh, Christmas Santa list, Santa letter, <laughs> <laughs> list of all the Santas he knows. <laughs> so, and then she starts reading it out loud. Yeah, because they're also in the background through the whole movie just mocking Max. And they've only been in the movie for five minutes by this yeah, point, yeah. but they mock him endlessly already. Well, the thing is, yeah. Santa. Well, on top of that, they also gave him the nickname Maxipad. Yeah, and then they start reading. So the letters, something along the line of, Dear Santa, I wish that Christmases were like they used to. I wish mom, or I wish dad wasn't so busy and mom could love him again and that our aunt and uncle could have some help and just really sad stuff yeah like i wish me and beth could spend more time together and everybody was happier she keeps reading and then flips over the page and she's like dad does not wish we were boys yeah <laughs> and then the mom's like hey cranberry yeah well the aunt goes into the kitchen and starts bothering oh, yeah. the mom yeah for no reason for just... no reason just to be obnoxious and annoying and i forget what she says honestly uh, fancy, it was some, fancy, yeah, fancy, some, lancy. Yeah, something about uh, all this fancy food. Uh, oh, gives her plugs, uh, uh, plugs up her stomach yeah. or something. Oh, right. And then the mom's like, "You know what? All I need from you right now is to go out there and get the hell out of my kitchen." A lot of scenes in this movie are pointless. It was, that yeah, one was super yeah, pointless because like she doesn't even. It, it doesn't was... even show her leaving or getting up or anything. No, it feels like they just add that scene in after. Yeah, I think it was just to add on the whole like the family's obnoxious to each other. Yeah, I aspect guess. of it. Well, yeah, so um, but it does happen like it or with the scene whenever Stevie's uh reading that note to everybody, and then yeah, Mom comes out the creme brulee, and that's whenever all hell breaks is because Max like demands that letter back, and yeah, everyone's what screaming. a surprise! He wants the letter that was stolen back. Yeah, wow, weird. Everybody starts fighting. Hell's breaking loose. Everything's yeah. going everywhere. Uh, Howard Junior's just eating the Cornish hen. Yeah, he's, he's chilling. still just eating. He's doing his thing. And then yeah, Max uh, gets a letter and is like, I hate all of you. Yeah, he's like, I hate all of you. I can't believe I have to spend Christmas with people that I completely hate. And he rushes upstairs back to his room. And Dorothy's like, or, I can't believe he said that. I'm so sorry. And Aunt Dorothy's like, I think he should get a medal for being the only person who's willing to be honest around here. After that, doesn't it cut up to uh, whenever the dad... Tom knocks on Max's door and he's like, hey, can I come in? Max is like, no! But then he comes in anyways. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he stays at the door. He doesn't actually come in until it's clear that Max is okay with that, which yeah. is respectable. Yeah, he's actually not a bad parent, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, neither are the main parents. Yeah, the main are really parents aren't bad, bad but like, it just shows that like all hell breaks loose whenever the other family comes. Yeah. yeah. And so they're in there talking, and the dad is like, you know what? We only have to survive one, two... <sighs> Three more days. Max is like, why do we have to spend time with them? Why can't we just spend time with people we care about or just ourselves? He's like, well, you have to spend time with family. And family is people you try to be friends with, even though you have nothing in common. Are you going to be okay, Max? He's like, yeah, I'll be fine. And then dad leaves and Max is there. He's folding up his letter back into the envelope again. He takes a look at it. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this letter. He pulls it out, starts ripping it up, goes to his window, opens it up, and throws it out the window. He litters. 
motherfucker. And then as he's littering, just a storm cloud just like brews right over the top of their house. Yeah, storm like it and rolls like a, in. Yeah, fast. A st- yeah, a storm just comes out of nowhere yeah. and like knocks this the power out. This big old CGI storm cloud just goes <laughs> over everything. It does. Everything's blowing. All the power starts going out. And then we get a fade out and fade into the next day with Max at the window. Him seeing that the storm really did roll in. There's snow everywhere. It's awful outside. It's windy. And one single snowman outside the window. And he even asks him about that. Like, who built that snowman? And nobody knows where the snowman came from. Yeah. Nor do they care. No, but... nobody seems to care about anything until the very last yeah. second. Well, all they really care about is the fact that the power is out and that they all have to try to survive for three days with no hot water or anything. Yeah. So Well, we... they don't know three. They just have to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes with the parents and the parents are like, well, the power's out. We don't have any heat. We don't have any hot water. And Tommy's like, well, I can go next door, see if whatever their names are. The, the Lorenzes, yeah, whatever sir, they are. The Lorenzes have any kind of power going on or what's happening. And like, yeah, well, they're in Hawaii and everybody else hates us. So not after the noodle incident. Just never brought it up again. Which noodle? You decide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they go about their day trying to get everybody to just not hate each other and not be bored. But Beth comes in and she's like, hey, I haven't heard from my boyfriend in a while. He usually texts me right away. Can I please go check up on him? They're like, No, no, no. She's like, please, can I? I'll check to see if other houses have power while I'm on my way there. Yeah, okay, fine. Be well, back the dad, in an the hour. dad's super into it for some reason. Yeah, the mom does not want her to go, and the dad's like, "Yeah, you do that. You get yours." That's one way to think about it. He's like, "One less mouth to feed." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one less mouth to feed, unless he actually is alive. And then, so from this point on, we start following Beth out on her journey, and it is yeah. clear she should really not be out there because the yeah, weather is garbage. Yeah, it is yeah. zero visibility, like wind and snow blowing sideways, and like, like it just randomly gets dark on her as she's walking too. Yeah, she yeah, just like walks into the dark yeah, zone. Instantaneously gets dark on her. <laughs> oh, actually, before this also... Oh, we're forgetting so many things. I know. <laughs> it's hard to remember what happens when in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it jumbles together so much. But before we actually start following Beth, we get a knock at the door, and it's a delivery man. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's a D... Or, and it's weird, because it's an actual delivery service. It's not a super... Uh, super popular one, the DHL guys. Yeah, and he's delivering a packages, and she's like... What are you doing out here? He's like, oh, I got to do my job. And she signs for the thing. She's like, what about those ones? She's like, oh, those must have been here by the brown coats. Sorry, have a good day. And yeah. it's just a giant Santa-looking bag yeah. full of yeah. shit. And then, yeah, so she brings it in, and, and she's like, man, rich people. And the guy's like, where did this bag of stuff come from? He's like, I don't know. Maybe they got for free. How come rich people get all the free stuff? I don't know. Maybe it's because they're Democrat. Which is stupid but whatever <laughs> it's just to show that reinforce them being reinforced obnoxious. well just the father person what kind of person he is really yeah yeah and so from after that is when we start following beth and yeah. she's going along she's noticing that all the houses on the street are just broken into and frozen over and shut down and there's nothing around and then like robbie says she walks into darkness and it kind of zooms past her shoulder and we see this shadowy figure with horns on a roof and she's freaking out, and so she starts walking away, and it jumps on roofs, chasing after her. She's running away, running away, jumping on roofs. She sees the DHL van. There's presents inside. The DHL driver is frozen solid. Mm-hmm. She hides under the DHL she van. She screams first. She does scream. She yeah. screams very loud. Well, yeah, because like, uh, she wipes off the window yeah, you know, where he's at, and like she sees that he's like frozen in a screaming position. You know yeah. the scene. Yeah. It's yeah. used so many times. Yeah. And she hides under the van, and you see Krampus jump down. He's sniffing around. You see him jump away. And she's like, oh my goodness, am I safe? She looks behind her, there's this jack-in-the-box, and it's winding, and it's winding, and it's winding, and then it cuts away, and we hear screams, and we hear sounds of what seems to be her being eaten alive. Seems accurate. 
I really thought what was going to happen is when Krampus jumped away, he was actually going to just jump on the truck and crush her. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Either, I, I figured that. it was going to either be that or like he, he was just going to, like she was like looking around and then finally she looks at towards her feet and he's like underneath the truck by her feet and he's just going to grab her and like pull her. Yeah. That's what Not I thought, a jack in the box, basically. Yeah. Is what yeah. yeah this, else this jack, in the, jack in the box is tiny, too. Fine. This thing yeah, has to be like, like two inches by two inches by two inches. Yeah, it's so small. And yeah, it's so small, but like, and it looks like. It might have just been the angle that I was looking at it, but it almost looked like uh, I'm pretty sure it was a hat that was popping out of the top of it. But it looked like a squirrel that was popping out of it. <laughs> That'd be terrifying yeah. if a squirrel just popped out of a <laughs> just popped out of a jack and it was like slowly lifting out of a jack in the box and then just like apparently ate a girl alive. You're really not gonna like your Christmas present this year, E. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's probably dead. It's, it's yeah. safe to assume, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so the mom is about to go out and go looking for her, but the grandma has hot chocolate ready for everybody. And the, yeah. Tommy keeps telling her, like, don't worry. She's a grown adult, basically. She can take care of herself. Don't worry about her. But grandma's ready. Got the hot chocolate. Everyone's calmed down. Seems fine. And then doesn't it eventually, like, get to the point where, like, all right, well, she's been up there for a couple of hours, yeah, and like it's five getting hours. dark out. Yeah, Max is like, it's dark. Yeah, it's getting dark out, guys. Best not back. Yeah, and they see more snowmen, like, accumulating outside. Yeah. Just two. Oh, yeah, still more. That is more. <laughs> like, <laughs> twice as much as what we had before. It, it, like, I just want to, like, it's like a slow accumulation of snowmen, not like. Yeah, 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 it is. You're right. But at that point, uh, doesn't Tom ask how he, like, how well his truck does in the snow so they can go and look for Beth? He's, like, trying to, he's like, I should look for Beth. And uh, how Howard's like, ooh, like a recon mission. Yeah. And he's like, no. And Howard's like, recon. And then they drive. <laughs> well, Aunt Dorothy mentions, because we have to make, keep mentioning how terrible Aunt Dorothy is. She's like, All right. let him go one day and bam, shotgun wedding. That's what happened with these two. Uh, I hate Aunt Dorothy. <laughs> we get to be fair, this. I don't think she's meant to be a likable character either. No. No. And Grandma keeps telling everybody like not to leave and stuff like that because it's terrible yeah. outside. And she looks extremely troubled. And like she's very, very worried about everything. Out of all the characters, I actually like the grandma. Yeah, and Max is like, what's wrong with grandma? And the dad's like, I don't know. She never tells me. Yeah, she's just always weird around this time of the year. Don't worry, Max. So then we finally do get that trouble of the, f- or the shot of the full truck driving through snow. Yeah. Not, you just see the lights. It's dark outside. You see the It's truck, not that Robbie. dark. <laughs> it's not pitch black, Robbie. It's Isn't like it? slightly foggy. Did you fall asleep, Robbie? No. <laughs> Were you thinking about the oven? I might have been thinking about the oven. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robbie is completely asleep. The entire scene's just dark. You can't see anything. You, you just can see only the, hear... you just see massive lights on this truck that it's co- are going down the street. You can see the truck, Robbie. You, can't really <laughs> you can see, see this kind of small truck to be honest. Yeah, it shouldn't have made the house shake. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, the... they end up driving up to a plow truck. Tom himself is like fiddling with the radio. He's like, oh, yeah. man, it's not working. And then uh, Howard's like, did you try AM? He's like, I tried AM, FM, BM, TM. What do you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically saying he tried everything. Yeah. And Howard's like, well, the storm must have knocked everything out. <laughs> Global warming my ass. Yeah. Just to reaffirm yeah. this guy. That he's awful. Yeah. And he's like, man, I couldn't. I wish we could listen to old Cindy Manfred Wamphis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even his... remember the name. I guess it was supposed to be probably supposed to be a dumb joke, though. I uh, it, I it, feel it, like it was supposed to be like some sort of like right wing talk show type thing. Probably, that's it, kind it of was how more it was. Of like an old uh, 
old guy did Christmas carols like back in the fifties. Oh, I can't think of the actual name right now, but um, Sandy Crawford, I think. <laughs> nope, <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Not even close. George Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> so they're driving and they come up on the snowplow and they're like, oh, wait, let's get out of the car and investigate because apparently that's just what you do. I mean, to be, to be fair, fair, they couldn't drive any. Yeah, the snowplow is blocking everything. That's fair. So they get out and they look through the snowplow and they open it up and they see that the window's busted. And Howard's like, huh, it must have flown straight out the window. And Tommy's like, looks like something came from outside the window, actually. Because yeah. it's kind of the way that the glass broke. in. Yeah. Which Krampus clearly just grabbed somebody out the window and ate them. So, like, is it spoilers? So, like, Krampus is the, like, oh, you've been bad, so we're going to steal all your children. That's just the myth. Yeah, that's just Krampus. What did these? What did the delivery people do? Work on Christmas? Be alive? Be alive? I guess. I don't know. Because, like, the entire street is dead. Yeah, like, I get, like, the boyfriend apparently doesn't have enough Christmas spirits because he's a stoner and that's <clears throat> illegal. Yeah, but... Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did these four delivery do? I don't know. Maybe that's, that's one of my issues with slashers in general is a lot of times, like, people who literally just existed die. Especially in this because it's supposed to be this one family having to eat their medicine basically yeah and having to learn that like they fucked up they weren't in the spirit enough so cramps has to come and teach him but everybody gets punished for it yeah that's the kinda. part that doesn't work for me and yeah. how is that explained even everybody on the street is just dead yeah, i guess i don't know the street disappeared except for the ones that went to hawaii i don't know it's no just Krampus dumb. probably went over also- to hawaii to fight him <laughs> they're like dang you this never is know. the first time there's been a blizzard in hawaii in 200 years so weird <laughs> also uh it was bean crosby that's who it was uh, Bean crosby what's he do christmas music he did chris apparently he did christmas music from 1942 to 1951 that's not even like a joke yeah that's just a- that was his joke though he's like man we can use some bean crosby like, like- Okay. Why not just say Christmas tunes or something? Why specifically yeah, Bing so Crosby? That's weird. I, don't I think like he. That. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's just because like he maybe was the original writer of some of the ones that we do today. I don't know. Yeah. So they get all freaked out, and Howard's like, "All right, come on," and they go to the back of the truck that you see all of, and he <laughs> has this special gun department, like it's fucking supernatural or something. I've seen some of those, to be honest, though. Really? Yeah. Some people are trashy. Yeah, but he has like this whole department and he pulls out the shotgun has a flashlight and all his stuff on it and he's like here tommy you take this one and tommy grabs it like oh it's heavy and it's a magnum revolver he's like yeah it's linda's because linda doesn't really work with what he said yeah (laughs) apparently linda likes to shoot a 44 revolver but apparently linda is also much much tougher than him although she looks it it does yeah she does (laughs) although it does set up that linda is a good shot yeah well it it sets up that she's a good shot it also sets up that she's tougher than them it's also kind of proven later yeah yeah so it is good foreshadowing i suppose yeah but they're going around and looking through everything and then we get back to the family and well i guess the whole family hears yeah all these like pitter patters on the yeah. roof dibble dabbles and she ends up making the offhand suggestion of like oh maybe there's squirrels outside and like in this weather because like yeah. at some point in time they do say like oh it has to be 20 degrees below zero outside yeah and the aunt's like squirrels in this weather which any weather you just wouldn't hear squirrels like that right no you wouldn't if they're like especially whenever well, like imagine makes it- like if there's some squirrels walking right above us in the theoretical attic of your house <laughs> <laughs> i guess like it wouldn't be that loud but Drunk you you could hear squirrels, I'm pretty sure. Oh. But it, it's like that dumb horror trope of like whenever a door slams shut and someone goes, maybe it was just the wind. Maybe it was squirrels. Maybe it was just the squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, even at that, like it ends with like a huge loud bang at the end of it too. Like something just like something like two or three hundred pounds just like slams onto the ceiling. Yeah. I wonder and then what. She, and then she <laughs> just knows? goes, "See squirrels," and, and it just gets dismissed after that. Yeah, and the grandma's like, just playing with their nuts, I guess. And the grandma looks at the fireplace and she's worried, just staring at the fireplace. And you get a slow zoom in. It goes back to Howard and Tommy, and they finally made it to the boyfriend's house. And they're walking around, they're investigating everything. Howard makes his way into the kitchen, where we see a gingerbread man was stabbed through and stuck to the fridge with a knife. Which, what that's really, of, that would be really hard. That would be extremely hard. I have no idea how they would stab a knife into a fridge. But he's like, what kind of sick bastards live here? Well, and then he peels the foot off the gingerbread man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, when you're hungry, you're hungry. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, one thing we should say is, like, whenever they went to the house, like, the door was just open, too. And, like, yeah, there's yeah. just frost all inside the house. Yeah, everything is frozen entirely. And so they're looking through that. Just keep oh, looking. yeah. They keep, <laughs> find a photo. They find a bunch of, like, pictures and stuff like that. And they go into the living room. And you see this giant hole that's broken open in front of the fireplace. Yeah. And Howard's like, gas line must have blew. Which... <laughs> doesn't make sense no you don't makes have about as much sense on the as uh, squirrels slamming 300 pounds into no, the ceiling I don't even, you don't want a gas line in above your fireplace <laughs> yeah. last i checked yeah it's usually the last place you want gas to be <laughs> to be fair none of us are experts but it doesn't seem safe <laughs> and then uh best screaming they yeah hear, well they actually they notice up. footprints on this in the snow oh right the fireplace. Hoof, hoofprints hoofprints yeah, yeah. it's like must have been a deer uh, and tommy's like i don't know any deer that walk upright Beth, and then they run. They start just, just gallivanting off to go and find Beth. Yeah, they're like, "We're off to find Beth, the, the wonderful, wonderful Beth. Beth." Yeah, <laughs> I remember that great tune. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're like just they're skipping as they gen- go along. General like screaming locations, no real. They're just kind of running. Yeah, it's never explained why we're able to hear Beth all the time, though. No, actually, it's so. I guess I'll skip a little bit. You can apparently hear Beth in the house too. Yeah, everybody keeps thinking it's Beth. Like, is that just a power that these creatures have is to pretend to be Beth? Just Only Beth. Beth, yeah. I mean, they pulled some fun facts about, like, the legend of Krampus and stuff like that. Maybe that's part of it? Well, mm-hmm. when we get there, hopefully. Yeah. That does sound interesting. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, they're, like, following it, and then um, there's, like, snow everywhere. and uh, Very deep snow. Yeah. Tom's going a bit faster than Howard due to the fact that Howard seems a bit out of shape. Mm-hmm. And then Howard falls into the snow, and you hear a bear trap. It sounds exactly like a bear trap to me. It does. It did sound like a bear trap. And then he starts getting, like, dragged across the snow as almost like, you know, like an old Jaws movie. Like, whenever you see someone, like, flailing around in the water, only it's in snow this time. Or, like, Tremors. Or Tremors. That's the first thing I thought of was Tremors when I saw that. Is that a movie about worms? Giant worms. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind was Jaws with me, is, like, people yeah. flailing around in the water with Jaws. Yeah. yeah. So then Tommy, like, grabs him by the arm, and then Howard's like, ah, I'm being eaten. And then Tommy's like, ah, oh, shit, I can't do this. And then he picks up the gun, and Howard's like, Tommy, what are you doing? I guess <laughs> he just assumes that Tommy's going to shoot him yeah, for yeah. some what reason. <laughs> so Tommy shoots the... Whatever. No shark tremor thing. Yeah. And... It bugs bunnies out of there. Yeah, just fucks off. I can't, like, that's one of the things I just can't take seriously. This movie. Like, it's this weird creature, but it just, like, has these Bugs Bunny tracks everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the underground bump that just kind of, yeah. like, goes in, like, this wavy form yeah. as it runs away. And so they get away, and while they're they getting get... up, they start running away. It goes back over to the family, and Sarah's like, everybody's been gone for way too long. I have to go out there and find them. And just when she's about to leave the house, Howard and Tommy rush back in, and they're obviously well, injured. No, no. Before that, they go to the truck. And it exploded. Right. The truck yeah. is completely fucked. It's explode. 
it just somehow it blew just like, up. Yeah, it's just Krampus uses magical expl- explosion powers. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, with green fire. This movie has a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. Why didn't Krampus just pop the tires or something? That's a way easier yeah, way to you, do that. You could have just done a thing to where, like, the engine was gone or something. Yeah. Like, you don't have to make it exploded. Could have done the stereotypical horror of, like, oh, no, the engine won't start all of a sudden. No, not even that. Just have Krampus have, like, hurt it in a way that's not drivable. Punch the engine. Yeah. It doesn't have possibly, to be exploded. I was say, possibly have claw marks on the side of it that, like, slash the tires and make it to where, yeah. like... Like, Again, you could have just popped the tires. Yeah. Krampus yeah. has pointy fingers. Yeah. It's, uh, That's the same with, like, those long claws. Just, like, yeah. he just, like, ran across the side of the car with his claws out and, like, got the tires and, like, the side of the car. So there's just huge claw marks. But, no, he, yeah. he blew it up GTA blew it style. Up. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they run home. Like, they apparently run home. Then, yeah, this is where Sarah is all, like, I mm-hmm. need to find him. And everyone's, like, That's a terrible idea. Yeah. And she's like, I don't give a shit. Almost safe and sound is the uh, d- the titular duo themselves, <laughs> Mr. Tom and Howard. Uh, and Tom's, no, Howard's all like, ah, my leg. Yeah. And Tom's like, let me use my foreshadowed Eagle Scout powers to bandage up this guy's leg. Yeah. And then they keep yelling for all the kids to go into the kitchen and they make Aunt Dorothy go and watch over them. And she's like, I hate children. Yeah, it's like, I don't like kids. Even whenever I was a kid, I didn't like kids. So they and make- then when they're like, please just watch over them while we take care of this. Like, she's like, all right, kids, I'm going to teach you how to make a peppermint snaps. Yep. Which she does. I didn't know I'm- what that was before this. I had to have it explained so, to me. But- I was, was going to say, peppermint <laughs> schnapps is just the kind of liquor. Like, what she did is she just poured peppermint schnapps inside of hot chocolate. Pretty much what she did. That sounds yep. gross. I yep. mean, not for an alcoholic, I guess. An alcoholic is it. <laughs> you might as well just drink the peppermint schnapps. <laughs> but then it doesn't taste a little bit like cocoa. Just drink some cocoa after. But then it doesn't it's taste like peppermint same. schnapps. You don't understand alcoholics at all, do you? No. Ugh, E. You have some learning to do. All the ones that I knew are gone. Oh. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, all the people are arguing, saying what they're going to be telling the kids. Like, what happened? A uh, bear trap. Yeah, like, there's no bears. Yeah, there's no bears around here. What do you mean? Who puts a bear trap in the middle of a suburb? And yeah. they're just like, it was a bear trap. Yeah. yeah, actually, even, like, if that was a valid excuse, they're, like, on the roads. Why would there be a bear trap on yeah. the road? So, uh, just kind of generic bickering. Not much really important stuff happens here. Yeah, it's yeah. more or less just, like, them people panicking and then people trying to stop people from panicking. Like it's Yeah, and the kids yeah. walk and they're like, how much did you hear? And they're like, are we going to die? Yeah, the only thing that good comes out of this entire thing is that grandma says to keep the fire hot. Yeah. yeah that's it. And the dad is like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, then the dad's like, no, nah, we're boarding up the windows. And the mom's like, like, what about Beth? And he's like, man, if we die, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all, they're boarding up everything. Um, There's like fires. this little heart-to-heart between... Um, between Howard and Tom, if you can call it that, sure. It yeah. kind of—it's just more of him, like, like him trying to apologize for being a dick and doing it badly. Yeah, he's like, "Man, Tommy, I thought you were a spineless dick." Turns out you weren't one. It's bad. It's not. <laughs> it's not really fun. It's not really yeah, even like it, funny. It, yeah, it's almost funny, I guess. And I then know. Howard's like, "Well, somebody should take watch." And Tommy's like, "I'll do it." And Howard's like, "No, no, no, you should sleep. Get your winks." So whatever a flock master has to watch his flock and so howard takes a over. shepherd has to watch his sheep that sounds sh- better <laughs> <laughs> what is it, it flock sh- master? i don't know <laughs> yeah uh and then howard falls asleep immediately yeah so then we before just... tommy even falls asleep actually yeah <laughs> it's pretty instant really um 
The fire went out because despite it, the grandma it, being so worried, she didn't also stay up, which I thought I felt like she kind of should have. She probably would have yeah. in this instance. She's so worried about everything and so ready that she probably would have just stayed up. Yeah, but it shows everybody sleeping, and yeah. as they're all sleeping, the fire is slowly dying out, and like. There's this weird foreshadowing because, yeah. like, one of the kids has an iPad and they're just watching things on the iPad, which apparently yeah. has a battery that will last for over two days without being yeah. charged. Somehow. And, like, because they even say, like, it's like, how's that thing still playing? And, like, oh, the battery's going to die eventually. You might as well enjoy it before the battery dies. Which, I don't and think then... that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, everyone's asleep. The iPad is still playing. And then it shows it at 1% battery and then dying. And then, like, as the iPad dies, uh, the fire dies at the same exact time. Yeah. And then and... you hear Alvin and the chipmunks come out. Off-brand gremlin noises. Yeah. Then you just see like this giant hook just coming down into the. Silly. Which it, it's slightly sinister looking. Like just watching this hook come down this chimney, and then all of a sudden a gingerbread man is just like on the end of our yeah, like as a trap. Yeah, as the trap on the hook, and then he's just like wiggling it, trying yeah. to get someone's attention. And so young Howie obviously wakes up because he smells food or something, and he's looking at the gingerbread man on the thing. So he goes over there, obviously grabs the gingerbread man takes a giant bite out of his head and like E pointed out when we were watching it very very soft gingerbread man yeah like oh yeah wet milk gingerbread man yeah not delicious looking at all but yeah like there's no crunch to it it was just moist as he bit into this it was, or into it was this a bread breads. it was a bready ass gingerbread yeah. yeah nothing i would wish to eat and then the gingerbread starts screaming at him yeah, and attacks him and ties the chain up around him and starts pulling him up yeah. to the fireplace. He gets attacked by CG. Yes, <laughs> so much CG. And everybody wakes up because Howie's yelling. And so everyone's waking up and panicking. And Sarah tries to grab him and pull him out from the fireplace. Yeah, and he's being pulled up the chimney. Yeah, being pulled up the chimney. And Sarah's holding on to him and she's starting to get pulled up the chimney as well. And while she's doing that and everyone's struggling, a log falls out of the fireplace and rolls onto the tree and all the presents. And sets the tree ablaze. Yep. Really fast. Yeah. In, like, two seconds. Which, to be fair, like, uh, the only thing I could say about that is, like, I've seen a couple videos online of, like, firemen that get dry Christmas trees and ones that actually, like, it's their way of saying, like, to, if you're going to have a Christmas, like, an actual Christmas tree. Don't put it near the fireplace. No, 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 well, that too. But also, like, um, keep it watered, basically. Like, mm-hmm. um, keep a bucket of water underneath it, like, to make sure that it stays moist because a dry Christmas tree, like... Gets set on fire super fast. Yeah. In reality. In two seconds? Yeah. Like, I can actually show you guys a video after this. Uh, I'm not buying it. Not buying it. That log wasn't hot enough. I can see, but, like, I don't think in this case it would have. In this case, yeah, because it was just, like, a log that had embers on it. It said a present on fire first. Yeah, that's also true. And wrapping paper is not that flammable, I don't think. Most of it's wax, really. Yeah. Yeah. But nevertheless, hey, yeah, we're, it, it, we're it was, it was conven- something that's <laughs> vital to the scene. It's vital to the scene, but it was convenient to the scene. Yeah, too, yeah. Is so, what it was. Uh, but yeah, yeah it just like, sets it all up. on uh, a blaze. So like you know, Sarah and Young Howie are being pulled up the chimney. Everyone's trying to pull them out, but there's a fire right next to them, and yeah. they get nine and a half year old Max to get the fire extinguisher to yeah. put it out. I mean, he knows where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're doing that. Uh, Sarah looks up because. Where else are you going to look? And then she sees the gingerbread and she starts screaming because, you know, that's not normal. That's um, true. That's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. And I, she doesn't really let go, I guess, but uh, they just get a better yank on Mr. Howie, young, young man. Yeah. And Howie gets taken away and Sarah is traumatized for 30 seconds. Sounds about right. She gets over it pretty quickly. I mean, one of the next things that... Okay, first Howie's shoe falls so that... um. 
Howard can be sad because he, he wouldn't along. have been sad if his son was just taken. No, it's <laughs> he the does fact like, his shoe yeah, fell he off. He does like the whole like, oh my god, this is all my fault moment because like he's the one who's supposed to stay awake, but he fell asleep first, and yeah. it was in fact his fault. It was in fact his fault. So Tommy lights the fire again immediately, and Howard's like, I have to go out there. I have to find my son. He grabs the shotgun. He's going out to leave. Tries to shoot he, Tommy. Yeah, he's like, he Tommy, get don't stop me. Yeah. First thing it is, he grabbed that shotgun saying, I got to go out and get my son. And he starts going out at first. They get to the doorway. And that's whenever they open up the door. And there's just a ton of snowmen. Like, Tons right, of snowmen. It, right in front of Well, there. that was after he tried to shoot Tommy. Yeah, that was after he tried yeah. to shoot Tommy. Yeah. But like, they go out there. But it wasn't until after he opened up the door that it was actually the grandma that lit the fire, wasn't it? Maybe. That's why I think it. It's not too important. Because it was, lit yeah, the it was fire, grandma. But... Yeah, because grandma was the one that was super concerned about the fire. No one else was. Uh, Tommy kind of was in this... only because his grandma said so, though. But yeah, yeah she's the only one who seemed like super concerned about keeping the fire going because she not, knew that not as not concerned enough to f- not fall asleep. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah. so yeah, uh, Howard's Cause... like going out with the shotgun. There's a million snowmen. Apparently, Krampus killed seven thousand people. Before and then somehow. you just like see all these. They're kind of One in shadow, kind of, but like they're yeah. not Krampus. But like there's these, like you end up finding out what they are later. But they there's like running back and forth between all of the different yeah. snowmen. And like if you pay attention, you can kind of tell like what each snowman is supposed to represent because yeah, the one that's Howie. up front, and, yeah, the one up front and center looks like Howie Junior with like that kind of dead little lobotomized look on his face. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the second one's technically supposed to be Beth. I don't think it looks much like her, to be I honest. I don't think much of them look like much of any of no. them. Right? Howie barely I'm sure looks if you like freeze-framed it right there, you could tell who's who. Then we we see Mr. Krampus himself, and he's like, Argh! and then uh, they all go back inside. Because he totally sounds like a Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they go inside. That's Grandma lights up the fire, and she starts telling everyone the story of Krampus. And this is actually my favorite part of the movie, because yeah. it's like this nice little claymation looking. Yeah, yeah I, re- actually... I really like the claymation that they did for that scene. For, like, I don't think it's little... actually claymation. It could be CGI. Like, I'm Sky pretty sure it's claymation. Do... But... Claymation's really expensive to do. It I, is, but I doubt they did claymation it's for c- it. It's CGI, but it looks claymation. That's the it important does. part. That also being said, it looks kind of smooth for claymation, like the yeah, movement that's aspect of it. Yeah. But uh, she's telling basically the story of like what happened with her whenever she saw Krampus as a little or as a small child of how mm-hmm. it was the same kind of situation. Uh, nobody had the Christmas spirit anymore, and how because they were all starving. By the well, way, yeah, they were all starving. Kinda... But nobody had the Christmas spirit, <laughs> uh, and how like even when she went home, there's no Christmas spirit inside of her house, and she... they are also starving. Yeah. everyone's starving to death. Yeah, everyone's starving to death because this seems like it takes place during the depression almost. Whenever yes. she's talking about all, well, this. it's it's in her land though of um yeah in middle year Slavic Nordic kind of looking place. It might Eastern said, European land at all. Pagan. Yeah. <laughs> pagan land. <laughs> The, uh, Eastern European pagan land. Yeah, she's trying to like get the happiness going. She gives her probably mom the her little doll she had, and her mom just rips it in front of her because she's an asshole. Yep. And then she wishes for everyone to go away. Yeah. And that it causes Krampus basically to do the same exact thing and like destroy her entire city, everyone except for her. And yep. she talks about how Krampus came to her house with his little minions and took away her parents. And then left her behind as a kind of like a sign of what happens whenever Hope yeah. dies. And left her a bell and that a says, bell. "Yeah, and Von left her that Krampus. little yeah." Uh, so I'll say, if you if you really want to watch this movie, I think this is really the only scene I would say it's very like I would recommend. It, I would say it's the most redeemable scene in that entire movie. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I almost wish this movie was just made in this style. Like, I think that'd be a cool movie. Yeah, it would look really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if it was the same movie, but it just looked that, I think I would it bump it up to, like, a seven. To it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. 
because it would have a better art style if it yeah. was all that kind of animation. Plus, I think for a lot of the creatures, it probably would have actually are uh, improved on the design yeah. too. Yeah, especially the gingerbread man who yeah. looks stupid. Yeah, to be quite honest. Yeah, you cannot take those gingerbread man seriously from the way that they sound to the way that they move and like. Yeah, yeah they were like definitely going for a discount gremlin. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. That is not twenty fifteen CGI. It's low budget twenty fifteen CGI. I guess. <laughs> it's it doesn't look great. Uh, so after this, Howard's like, "What a load of crock." Yeah, he just like after yeah. everything that just happened, he's like, "Nah, I don't believe it. This is all shit." Yep, he just dismisses it entirely. And you know, despite his child being dragged up the chimney from a chain. So yeah, actually, this is the part where Howard goes outside. Oh shit! Oh, it was after the story he went outside? Huh? I feel so like it makes more sense how we described it. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> but man, is this movie apparently forgettable if we're just mixing up what happens that much? Yeah. I feel like we got I, how the yeah, plot of the own... Christmas Prince went better than we got this one so far. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I um, think it's one of those like we're rearranging it in our head because like it'd be better if it did this, and so it does kind of make more sense for, for them to, to go yeah. in and then hear the story. Like, yeah, yeah, the story. Uh, Howard's like what a crock shit. Apparently, all the stuff we already described happened. Here. Yeah, it just happened in reverse motion. Or in reverse yeah, in reverse. Itself. Like he actually walks back in from outside <laughs> after seeing all the snowmen. <laughs> Fuck, what happens next? I don't even remember. Uh, Sarah's like, don't open that door. And then the Is cousin it? starts asking the grandma questions. Stevie does. She's like, what if throughout the whole year you're nice and good and you do all the great things at Christmas? Does that stop Krampus from coming? And then the grandma says a thing and they're like, what'd she say? Max is like, well, she said it doesn't matter how good you are through the year. It matters what's in your heart. Whatever that means. It's a really dumb Christmas thing to say something like that. In that part, she says something and they're like, what does that mean? Max is like, I don't know. And Aunt Dorothy's like, I think that means we're all fucked. And the grandma smiles and nods her head. He goes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he uses the one F-bomb pretty well, actually. Which I would like to know. So this is after it's already revealed the grandma speaks English. So I don't know why she's. Yeah, by the way, that whole story that she tells is like a five-minute scene. All of it is through the grandma, all of it speaking English. Yeah, which I I wish they left it in German. I think that would have been way more interesting. It would have been better, but maybe they didn't want to take away... You didn't want to take people's eyes away from all the visuals they worked on by reading. That is true. Yeah. Because it's one of those things that's kind of proven. Like, if you're reading something and someone's saying something else, you can't pay attention to both at the same exact time. It's the same thing. You can't yeah. pay attention to what's happening on the screen if you're reading what's happening underneath yeah. it. Subs versus dubs. Yeah, pretty much. That's the (laughs) argument here. Uh, So after all of that... Oh, yeah. um, Linda's all sad and, like, looks at all the burnt presents and sees a football that was for Howie Jr. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And Sarah goes up and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just rewrapping the presents for the kids. Still holidays, you know. Well, she was just looking at... Later is when she's actually supposedly wrapped. She brings them upstairs, apparently. Yeah, why even? Because it's cold up there. The kids already know... Anyways, yeah. like, well, it never even shows anyone bringing them up there. She just shows her like looking at them, and like, I think the only thing you're supposed to take away from that scene is she looks at one of them and yeah. just looks odd, like, like nobody wrapped this present. Like, where did this one come from? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and you hear like weird noises from inside of it. Yeah, and she yeah. starts unwrapping it, but doesn't quite open it. Yeah, because uh, Sarah, we, there is a little scene before where like Tommy's like, "Man, we got to figure out what to do." He starts circling random positions on a map. He yeah. circles one, which is supposedly the 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 ups truck they saw then i guess where they are as if they didn't know and then then the mall (laughs) well it wasn't the ups truck it was the snowplow that they found right right, they're they're like well there's still the keys inside of the snowplow so those three things are circled um they get howie and like what do you think and howie's like uh yeah sure 
Yeah, we have, don't have any other plans, right? Yeah, because they're saying that uh, I guess the mall was a, supposed to be a safe place in case of like a shelter. Yeah, like a, a shelter for people in case, like Which, you know, I think bad that weather is a, or whatever. I else. think that is a thing that happens. Like it malls is. can yeah. double as shelters. And honestly, at this point in the movie, the first time I watched it, I just thought, like, man, if this starts going to like them running around and trying to survive and getting into the mall and trying to survive, that sounds like a way more fun movie. That would have been a way probably. Yeah, that would have been a way more fun movie. Yeah, because what actually happens is uh, Linda's trying looking at the presents. The mom's like, "Hey, we need you," and she's like, "You know, wait, I wanted to wrap the presents." She's like, "No, we need you." I get like it's kind of trying to save the magic of Christmas, but they're all fucked. Come yeah. on, it's not that. Which important. also, I guess, another little fun fact that doesn't have to do with the movie. Um, with him saying that there was a, supposed to be like a safety shelter at the mall. Uh, whenever I went to school in Utah, like at one point in time, uh, I was going to this library. Apparently, there was a nuclear fallout shelter there. Uh, what? they used to be. Yeah, like there was just a sign on the door that said that it was a nuclear fallout shelter. So like. If for some reason there was a nuke that was going to fall in Salt Lake City, that's where you would go. When was it built? Because Cold War. Yeah, I think it was actually built in the 50s. Like, Because I, I asked him about that. I asked him about that. And like, yeah, we don't use it for that anymore. But yeah, we do have that. And it's like, huh. And like, yeah, what, do you it's use just, it for a break room? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think they're just using it for a break room. Or like a computer room or something like that. That'd be a like fucking that. sick break room. You Honestly, just yeah. see someone walk into a nuclear fallout shelter. It's like, what's going on? gotta take my 15 sorry (laughs) so is next when like stevie and juniper lee what was her name got the first letter right jordan jordan Jordan. like they're walking up because uh dorothy clogged the toilet i guess yeah dorothy downstairs clogged the toilet so they're upstairs looking for a bathroom would they even have water no yeah it would just automatically be clogged if you tried to use it at all unless you had a bucket of water which you also wouldn't have because that's another little fun fact. If they said, like, because th- they were saying it was, like, 20 below zero outside. If it's that yeah. cold outside. The pipes and are you, Yeah, and you don't have the water, like, constantly running in the house, your pipes are going to freeze. Yeah. Yeah, so the toilets are full of shit. Um, yep. Stevie and Jordan are um, walking up. Yeah. I think Jordan's like, why do you need me? Why are you such a baby? There's only a murderer. <laughs> There's only murders happening. Yeah, and Stevie's like, I need to use the bathroom. And they keep walking, and then they hear a voice. And lo and behold, it's the voice of Beth somehow coming from the attic. I didn't even think it was Beth. I don't think it, it sounds sound, like Beth. It, it, it doesn't sound, sound like, like Beth at all, but they said it was Beth. Yeah. They're like, Beth, where have you been? There's only been murders. <laughs> yeah. And like the voice is just like, come up here and I'll tell you. Like That's exactly yeah. what the voice says. That's exactly. They're like, yep, that sounds like Beth. That's, Beth, what, Beth that's was a Beth move for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they walk up. The family downstairs yeah. is screaming. Like, screaming. And this is like after they're like, all right, does that sound like a good plan to you guys? Yeah, it sounds like a pretty solid plan. Ah, screaming upstairs and like yeah, they, start they grab the go. shotgun they grab the revolver um, yep. and they grab an axe and an axe that was just in the kitchen but yep. I, i'll give them the benefit it was it's an emergency situation might as well get all your bearings in the same position sure however that saying it goes um <laughs> linda tom and sarah go upstairs to investigate where um howard doesn't i guess to protect the kids if the murderer comes that's my guess I guess i don't really know why. Think, or maybe just because his legs yeah i think it's because howard can't l- walk technically because even whenever he was trying to go outside he was just like limping. limping and everyone was like doing circles around him while he was like trying to limp towards the door yeah like we can't stop him <laughs> <laughs> more screaming from the kitchen so howard goes to reinvestigate the kitchen yeah and uh, that's where he finds he's like cutting between the trio and howard just like uh, so yeah, they go upstairs. All the presents look like they've had something jump out of them and are made of wood. 
Then, then like they noises. Just, yeah, they. <laughs> well, they hear noises. And that like, describes this entire movie. Oh, uh, yeah. noises. Yeah, <laughs> and like they kind of like put their flashlight over to the side, and there's like just this giant Jack in the Box. It's just like stuffing human legs down its gullet. Which I'll give you this. This is the fucking coolest. Yeah, this <laughs> design is like, in the movie. It if, is. If there's really a horror, this design, was their budget. Yeah, if, if there's a horror design in the movie, this is probably the best horror design like, that they had. Was this jack o' lantern with like this jack, jaw? That, jack in the box, yeah. not a jack o' lantern. <laughs> <laughs> that just had like its jaw that split down the middle. So yeah, it, it like, looks fucking nice. Humans inside of its mouth, and I think it was mostly practical. It looked practical. yeah, that was all yeah. Pra- practical. Yeah, so there's that thing. Uh, then screaming from above in knife doll. Yeah, this little wings. knife doll with angel, angel wings. Doll thing. I don't know what it is jumps, exactly. Jumps on her on uh, it's Sarah. A, yeah, it's like, gonna say, wah, it's like wah, an wah, angel wah. porcelain doll with like the teeth of a fucking demon. It's yeah. stupid. That's what it is. I don't like the design of that thing. It looks pretty dumb. Uh, and then um, they hear. <laughs> oh god! It was like they were running, and then they hear some footsteps, and then they were like bear. <laughs> it's this oh yeah, and a freaking teddy, teddy bear. bear just yeah. It looks like it came out of Five Nights at Freddy's. Almost it starts. I, I would even give it. That's not. That's that's just not even giving Five Nights at Freddy's enough credit. <laughs> it yeah. looks so dumb. It looks like a really bad CG bear. The, and then a robot. Yeah. Then Tommy gets stabbed by a robot. Uh, no, it it just looks like a toy. That one doesn't even a, really have much design to it. Normal toy that you'd ever see. Uh, then cut back to the kitchen where uh, Howard's kind of just sneaking around, being like da 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 da. I'm limping. Uh, and then goes, he, yeah, he hears either screaming or he hears a gunshot upstairs uh, and like turns and looks and, oh then, yeah. And then he gets stabbed with, uh, the nail driver, right? There's three gingerbread men there and they have a nail gun. So they start shooting at him. Yeah. He gets stabbed four times in the leg and he keeps running and running and he hits the corner of all these things and he picks up a cutting board and blocks the way. Yeah. And you see not nails, but screws yep, go through the cutting board. That got me. Is like, cause like he holds it up and you see screws coming through the yeah. other side. Like who loads a nail gun with screws? Yeah. That wouldn't work. No, it would <laughs> literally not work. Like my guess is they decided it'd be easier to just screw into the cutting board rather than nail through the cutting board probably because that would split just, it easier a much more reliable practical effect probably. yeah yeah it's almost like whenever they did the uh the effect just, of it it was just like oh we don't have the uh we don't have the sprite for uh, for nails we got to use screws yeah maybe like no one's gonna notice it go ahead and do it anyways yeah yeah uh back we cut back up uh she stabs the bear in the eye no yeah, no no uh, so she the, looks at the jack-in-a-box trying to escape and she sees uh steve yeah she sees steve yeah she sees stevie She's saying that it ate Jordan, and then, like, that's when her motherly instincts come she's in. Like, ah! She goes, Super Saiyan Mother 3! <laughs> she's like, ah! She stabs the bear in the eye, explodes green yeah, like, blood! She just, she just, like, grabs um, icicle. an icicle yeah, right. out of nowhere and, like, stabs well, it. Well, there's in the icicles eye. everywhere in this. Everything's yeah. frozen. Yeah, so. everything's, yeah. yeah, everything's still frozen so, yeah. upstairs. The bear's like, ah, I'm a bear, and she chucks it down towards the children downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> And then grabs the axe and ends up destroying that robot that's attacking. Well, oh, Tom. wait, wait. Uh, first, the angel tries to fucking noose the mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tries, tries to hang, to hang the, the mom. Yeah, before she even tries to hang the mom, there's like that weird scene where she's like trying to bite her, but she can't. So she's just like she licking her oh, face. Oh, yeah. She just fucking oh, yeah. licks her. It's, it's so dumb. But yeah, there's she's a lot of weird tongues in this. Trying to hang it. Uh, when Linda grabs the axe, she cuts the, uh, it's the, the robot. Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. The Christmas lights, then the robot. No, the robot's lighter. But yeah, she's like. Uh, the jack in the box can't like fit through the vent due to the fact that it ate two children already. Probably, is I'll it, give it this. Is though. it, it not the, the f- same jack in the box that ate um Beth? And that's how it. Could... I don't think so. 
I'm trying to give the movie credit. That's how it made Macbeth, maybe? Well, no, because... But uh, it's a it different a, design jack-in-the-box. Yeah, it's a different issue. design jack-in-the-box, and these are like the these are the presents that were left outside of their house. At right, the right, so it wouldn't make sense. For right. So it just, re- give you this, it just managed it to remember what Beth sounded like despite never hearing Beth. Oh. I, I think it was just like <laughs> that might have just been the sound of one of the toys, and like they... They wanted it to sound like that, so they just it just went into their head like, uh, oh, that must be Beth. I think we're giving too much credit again. Probably. But, but she tries to swing at the jacket box, but it does get through the vent before. Fits through the vent, and so... Uh, she gets Stevie, who is very traumatized from watching her sister get engulfed by a jack-in-the-box. Uh, then the robot's kind of like she... What happens to the angel? Does it just fuck off for a bit? It does kind of fuck off for a bit, actually, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it does. Cause so, she doesn't yeah. kill it. She no, just she knocks doesn't. it away. Yeah, she's not because like she cuts down the because uh, like weirdly enough, like this two pound angel doll is holding up this yeah. fully grown woman and hanging her. <laughs> Those knives her are feet. like forty pounds each, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and then like whenever she cut that off, the Christmas lights, like angel fell down and then, like, just kind of disappeared. Like it's yeah, not it just seen. fucked off. Yeah, yeah, just fucked off. And Sarah and then, knocked the robot off of Tommy. And then once the jack-in-the-box gets away, the robot jumps up again, and Linda grabs the revolver and uses the last of the ammo to kill the robot. Pew, 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 pew. And then it cuts back down downstairs. Howard is just holding the cutting board, board, and it's just full of screws. Yeah, we (laughs) don't get to see that, unfortunately. Uh, And then you hear the, like, clicking sound of uh, lack of nails. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the classic clicking lack of nails sound we all know. And then he just grabs a shotgun that he had the entire time. And And shot a lantern. lantern. Yep. Which blows up 90s movie style. Uh Uh-huh. It explodes. Real dumb. (laughs) Real, real dumb. And then you just see, like, these gingerbread men that are just, like... On fire. (laughs) Yeah, they're on fire and they're rolling around going... "Ah!" From the, like, knockoff gremlin screaming. 100%. And so he, they finally get un on fire, start rushing towards him. No, no, one no, dies. they're still on fire. The second one dies. The third one grabs the sharpened candy cane. He shoots one, though. He shoots yeah. one. So the yeah. first one dies. He ends up saying some quip towards them. He the almost says, starts... like, Merry Christmas, motherfucker, but gets interrupted. Yeah, because it's a PG-13 movie, and they already used their one fuck. Yeah, uh, so one of them dies. He says, Merry Christmas, mother. And then all of a sudden, like, they start running towards him, grabs right. the shotgun, shoots, shoots one of them. And then the other one, like, starts... Just dodges. Yeah, do- does, like, this weird, crazy dodge and, like, goes to jump at him with a sharpened candy cane. And, like, he closes his eyes in this And really we're just looking way. at him and then we hear nothing. And then we look down and the dog... Supposedly we, ate yeah, it. just ate it. Like, it's sitting there, like... On slip, fire. Just ate it. Yep. Yeah. On fire. We don't, we don't see the dog. It has a sharp candy cane. It is good at killing things, apparently. Yeah. The dog just somehow eats it. Yeah, the dog's not, like, chewing in the scene. There's nope. not, like, remnants of the... I. They really should have just thrown, like bits and pieces just of crumbs them. that are just cgi that would crumb. Be- like whenever it licked its lips like cgi crumbs coming out of its mouth or something something yeah, yeah. it looks dumb Which, it looks like they the just name was the, the dog again uh rosie rosie yeah and he's yeah. like good girl rosie and everybody reconvenes back into the living room with the fireplace at that point that's the only interesting place in this <laughs> entire movie yeah, that, yeah pretty much that's a safe spot basically they steer the jack-o'-lantern in the vent still, so Max is like... Jack-in-the-box, not a jack-o'-lantern. Oh my god, we <laughs> suck. <laughs> the jack-in-the-box in the vent still. The jack-o'-lantern in the box. <laughs> and Max is like, Rosie, come here! And he sends the dog into the vent. No, the to- dog's just barking at the vents, and then he opens it, and the dog goes in. And so that happens, and you hear the scuffle in the vents above them. You hear barking of not Rosie. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Rosie barking, by the way. And you hear scuffles, and you hear whining and whimpers, and then the ceiling falls out... And the Jack in the Box, thank you, E, <laughs> has clearly won the fight and eaten the dog. But it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, yeah it just sits there now and screams. It fell. Yep. Yeah. And they then, have two guns. 
one gun. Oh, right. Yeah, the other they, yeah, they, they have a the shotgun. Yeah. Yep. But they are actually about to shoot the Jack right, in the Box, right. but we realize the teddy bear is still alive, and it jumps and the, Yeah, and the angel comes back out of nowhere. Yeah, the angel yeah. also comes back. Yep. Which and, is why I was saying, uh, like, yeah, the angel just fucked off, because, like, I thought about it. I was like, no, because it just comes back. Like, they never really do anything with yeah. it. And I forget why, but... um. Dorothy has the shotgun now? Yeah, somehow Dorothy has the shotgun. Yeah, it was, and she's like... Someone dropped it or something, and I then guess. she just picks it up. And so like, she shoots the teddy bear. Uh, it has blood brains. Yeah, some reason. It's not just fluff. Uh, yeah, because like she shoots it, it sticks to the wall, and like does that thing where it slides with a blood trail behind it. Yep. And down. then she shoots the angel thing. Yeah, which it, it hits yeah. the center of the wreath and then falls. Well, yeah. yeah. And she's about to shoot the jack-in-the-box, and you hear something outside. And then the grandma's like... Jonsnit, whatever they, whatever yeah, she I says. I don't know what she says. She, it's in German, but it's, it's in German. It's she elves. says elves. Yeah. yeah, she says elves, but she says it in German. Yeah. And then Aunt Dorothy says, "Oh crap," or something like that. And then like the elves just bust straight through the window. Yeah. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about the fire <laughs> or the fucking boarded stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's like 18 boards on that window. The yeah. elves just fuck it up. Yeah. Which means at any point they could have just come in. They didn't for whatever reason, but they could have. They wanted to knock first. <laughs> oh, it is rude not to knock before yeah. you enter a house. They're like vampires. They have to be in. They they don't even have to be invited. They just have to knock <laughs> and make sure that someone hears the knock. Not very strict rules for elves. Yeah. No, <laughs> I will give them this though. Like the elves, like they were creepy in their own way. But the thing is that they, they look kind of neat. Yeah, they they move too whimsical to be scary. Well, yeah, it was elves. the masks that like made yeah. them look creepy. But everything else about them wasn't. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot. So there's a scene where the baby looks at the jack-in-the-box, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the... Well, because it reminds you the baby exists. Yeah, because there's that, and then, like, the elves just kind of, like, bunch all the people up into a corner, except yeah. for the baby, and the baby's just crying away from Wherever them. the... Yeah. So Dorothy, Dorothy traded the baby for the shotgun. You're only allowed one item at a time, so she had to make a <laughs> but choice. But, yeah, there's that. Classic like, inventory. Yeah. They're, uh, they're wrapping chains around the jack-o'-lantern. They're wrapping chains around... Jack-in-the-box. <laughs> <laughs> the wrapping chains around the jack in the box. <laughs> Still in Halloween mode. Yeah, I don't so, care what you uh, say. One elf just steals the baby, and uh, Linda's like, "My baby." Yeah, like so they wrap her a chain around the jack in the box. They wrap her a chain <laughs> around Aunt Dorothy, and like they all just like basically pull these chains to go out, and then Howard just like, "Oh no, you don't!" And like, oh god, just like jumps on the jack in the box, like it's uh. I should I should like to know. So there's one issue I have with this movie, and it has the stupidest fucking sound effects. Yeah, it yeah. does. It plays cartoonish as hell sound effects for everything. But the worst is the scene where Dorothy gets yeet, yeeted out of the window. Whatever the kids say. <laughs> you are the kids. <laughs> I was not anymore. <laughs> is yeeted or is yeeted? I think that's when you throw someone. Actually, yeah, it's yipped when, when into he... the window. <laughs> no, ye- you're you're right. Uh, that I had to actually Google that at one point in time. <laughs> ye or what? Ye is just something that you th- or yell whenever you throw something. Yeah. So um, she gets uh, what's this motion called? Pulled. Yanked. She gets pulled. Ripped. Of- <laughs> I couldn't think of a single one of those. She gets yanked out the window, and she's like, "Hell!" And then it's like. Whoop! It sound as like she's coming out and like any tension and, gone immediately. Yeah, uh-huh. well, that and the fact that Howard's like, "I'm going after my son," and like jumps on top of the Jack in the Box and like yeah. rides it out like a rodeo horse. Yeah. So Yee-haw. in one scene, we lose the baby, the aunt, and Howard, and technically and Jordan, Jordan, if you and want to count her as Jordan. not already, and Rosie, and Rosie. Yeah. Depends depends how far back you want to call yeah. a scene. But we, well, yeah. I guess the one thing that we forgot though is like the elves just had powder that puts out fire right away you that's a thing 
There's stuff you can just throw on a fire. But I was going to say, it's once again, like they could have just jumped in the house at any time that they wanted. They could have also put out the fire whenever they wanted. They could have just yeah. like poured it from the t- you chimney. I'm going to assume that wouldn't work. Like it would probably get too... Because part of the reason it went out of the fire is you throw it at the yeah. fire. Because it was directly into the fire. But like, yeah, they put out the fire because that's kind of a big deal because that's the... Was their safe spot because like, there was the fire there the entire time. You can also time. just pour a bucket of water on the fire through yeah. the chimney if you want to go that way. I just hate how that's apparently Krampus's only weakness is a strong fire. Have yeah. you ever tried to go down a chimney when there's a fire? No. Have you? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what we're trying to say here, though, is the fact that like they could have done this since the beginning, yeah. and they chose this until this point. They chose until it was uh, plot convenient to do yeah. it. So, um, oh, actually, by the way, the aunt says, just fun fact for later, see you in hell. Oh, yeah. Right. When she's getting pulled up, she does say see you in hell. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> yeah. She has to have one have last Yeah, you're going to have line. a last word. Yeah. It's going to be something like that. So the rest of the family is surrounded by the elves at this point, and they're just called away. Just yeah. a growl you hear in the background, and yeah. they leave. They got what they and needed. Then, yeah, and then, like, the family decides, like, okay, now it's time for us to get out of here and go towards so the snowplow. let's just give it a count. So who's left is Tommy, Sarah, Linda, Stevie, and Max. That is yep. all the grandma left. And Grandma Omi. And, and Omi. Omi. So the next scene, she's gone, is why I forgot. Yeah, yeah she's so, gone. Uh, I was going to get to that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Like, yeah, they're, gonna, they're just like, all right, time for us to go to snowplow because there's a giant hole in the side of our house now. And they start leaving and then the grandma decides she's going to go ahead and stay. And she mm-hmm. closes the door behind them and, like, bars it. And, like, they're sitting there banging on yes. the door, even yeah. though there's a giant hole in the side of the house do now. Mean, they do, like, when they get their bearings, they're like, the window. Because, yeah, you know, it's he, broken. Uh, yeah, Max says, say, like, the window. Or, no, 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 no the Tommy. Da- yeah, di- no, Tom says the window. And then Max is just like, no, she stayed behind for a reason. Let's put no effort into saving her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they put some effort. They banged on the they door. On the door for like twenty. <laughs> That's seconds. how the elves work. So yeah. Um. Then uh. So they're leaving. Uh. Krampus comes down the chimney and he's like, Yep. And he's just like pointing at her. He sticks his tongue out at Omi, and then he has a little bag of stuff. He opens it up. Omi looks into it, and a bunch of toys jump at you. Yeah. It doesn't even look like that. It just looks like the camera kind of zooms in on the toys yeah. a bit, and then yeah. it goes to the next scene. Yeah. So we're right here at the end, and they're running away, running away. They see the snowplow, but they're being chased by the snow shark tremors. Yep. And Tommy's like, go, I'll fight them off. And he shoots a bunch, and then they're still standing right behind him. He's like, no, no. He shoots like 20 times. Yeah, and then go, go. So they go over to the snowplow, and he shoots, and he's shooting, and he's shooting. I hate when movies do this. They don't have reloads. It's dumb. He shoots. He's not kidding, like 20 times. Yeah. It's dumb. And then, oh, no, he ran out. (laughs) Yeah, and then he finally runs out, and the snake pulls him under. Yeah. And then the kids get over into the truck and the mom's just standing there. She's she's like grabbing the kids and chucking them in. Yeah, and then close the door. She's like, "Go, it's fine." And she gets taken by yeah. the snow tremors. Oh, oh like they have No, Linda's set. like super fucking like save me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Linda's yeah, there. Yeah, cuz yeah, our Linda's get, gets pulled down first and Linda's She's like, "Sarah, goes, save me. What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> and Sarah's like, "I'll save your child." Yeah. <laughs> and Linda's like, "I'm selfish." While well, she's being dragged away. Yeah, everybody gets taken out so quickly in yeah. this. Yeah. So yeah, after Sarah Stevie, puts all of them in, she yeah. like looks at her son and says, I love you, and then like she gets dragged under. Yeah. And then two children are now in control of a snowplow. Of a giant snowplow. Of a, of a giant that, snowplow that you like need the, to have a Class D license in order yeah. to actually... There's no fucking way that uh, Max could actually reach those pedals. No. <laughs> well, there's that. And, like They even made like the thing like while they're trying to start the truck yeah, and everything. Yeah, it doesn't start. She's like, come on, start the truck. How do you not know how to start a truck? He's like, I don't even know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. uh, he's nine and a half. 
Yeah. Bang the bang. It's the elves. Good thing they banged on the window and not the other side of the truck where there's no window. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> the first elf it shows is on the other side of the truck bang on the window. Then like the one on the front of the window, then one on the window that's broken out are, are trying to grab. Not, it's not even broken. It's just not there. <laughs> yeah. There's not a window. Then they're like stealing. Uh, I think they just opened the door. <laughs> yeah. They just open the door. Take Stevie. Max is like, wah, and he opens the door, and the elf falls and gets eaten by the snow snake, which apparently that's just neutral. It just yeah. wants to eat anything. Yeah, the snow snake's just there. Yeah. I don't So it's not even that. in controlled by Krampus, apparently. It just... Yeah. The yeah. the the the, the town just, just has like an issue with snow snakes apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just hungry. <laughs> Maybe that's why everyone is gone. Like they were like, "No, we don't want to be here when the snow snakes here." Good point actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is snow snake season. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um Max is like, "Wow!" and he walks out even though there's a fucking snow snake. Yep. And then But it just had elf, so it's full now. Yeah. <laughs> Krampus jumps in front of him and he's all like <laughs> Yeah. And he drops this little ball in front of Max. Max picks it up and it's his letters wrapped around the same kind of bell that his Omi got whenever she yeah. was younger. And he's fucking litters again. And he just throws his letter away. Litters again. Yeah. Piece of shit. But it was and basically yeah, kinda it and it then it actually goes back to the Kind of things blocks. that the family said throughout the entire movie, and it goes back to whenever Grandma Omi said that Krampus had left her behind. Yeah, and it implies yeah. that Krampus was going to leave him alone. Yeah, it was going to leave yeah, him and alone. It and it blacks like, out, and I almost thought the movie was about to end right there. Yeah, I there. thought it was going to end right there, too. It That felt like it should have been the ending. Yeah, but um, it doesn't, so it re it just cuts back in. Yeah, and, so it like, does Max this like, is walking. very meaningful fade out, and then just cuts back in. Yeah, And yeah. Max is just walking towards Krampus and his peeps. Yeah, and he's like, wah, 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 I'm Max. I'm a 10-year-old. Yeah, and yeah. He, he ends up saying... I take yeah, it back. He ta- yeah, he ta- he grabs the ornament that Krampus gave him, throws it at Krampus, and says, I take back my wish. Yeah, yeah. and Krampus is like, Pff. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what he just whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then, see, like, like, Stevie about to be taken away. Just but- chucked into the underworld. Yeah, because yeah. whenever uh, Max throws the ornament... A giant hole into hell opens up. Yeah. Well, there was always, like, a midi hole to hell, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but now there's a big hole to hell. And he's like, no, fine, just put my family back and take yeah, me. Yeah, because he, he says, take me instead, because he says, I just want a Christmas to be what it you or what it was before yeah. and then they and just like, chuck stevie into the yeah, hole anyways like, yeah <laughs> like to the movie's credit at this point like it seems like it's gonna be that nice like family movie moment to where like the bad guy realizes they're doing something evil yeah. and the good thing happens yeah and there's like nah and he like, <laughs> laughs and then they throw stevie in the hole and he picks max up and he just puts him in the hole yeah yeah and then it's, like, it's, there's like this whole scene where max is crying and like he takes one of his long claws and like Kind of brushes the tear off of his cheek, and he, it seems like it's going to be like, oh no, maybe he, he doesn't learned his lesson. Yeah, he learned his lesson all. after all. And then, they, yeah, they throw Stevie. They in just the, start laughing the at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they uh, laugh at him. Throw Stevie in the hole. Krampus grabs him by the head. He's like, no, and, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah that's when he bring my family back. Yeah, he that's what he said. He does like, I just want a Christmas to be like how it used to be, and then throws him into a hole in hell. Then we get like Disney Disney Channel falling into hell looking effects. A real bad green screen, blue screen. Effect. You look. I think they just reversed him walking. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Does not. It looks really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So he's fallen. Uh. Kind of fades again. And then whoa! The it's whole thing back. was a nightmare. Wakes up on Christmas morning and everything's perfect and there's nothing outside. And he's like, "Phew!" And he goes down. And he's sees his family. He's like, "I thought you died." 
Yeah, he's like, he, he actually says that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you always all died. What are you talking about? Sits down, everyone's opening presents. Oh, yeah, he has this moment where he hugs his mom and he hugs his dad and he tells him that he loves him. And, and he's like, oh, I love you too, son. And grandma has hot chocolate and everyone's happy. Yeah. And then he gets his present. present. And it's the bell. And oh, no. what happens here is then, like, it starts flashing back to all the shit that got happened. And everyone starts just fucking frowning at Max, like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, like, no. they're all starting to realize what happened again. Yeah, they all just and notice they're in hell, but only after he opens his present. Yeah. yeah. And then it fades, and whoa, they're all in snow globes. They're yeah, all it, in snow globes, part of Krampus' personal collection, which he has apparently done this millions and millions of times. Yeah. To be fair, has, yeah, he, he did it with the grandma, and she's, like, what, like, 80 at this that's point? That's true. He probably does it every year. Yeah, and then that's the but end. But here's the thing. If he does it every year, shouldn't this be a well-known phenomenon? That people are disappearing. Everybody on the street dies some t- every year? <laughs> you would think so. Krampus magic. He just free- makes everyone free. It's like, the, it's like the thing in Men in Black where it's, like, the pencil, <laughs> and he's like, pop! Yeah. You forget. <laughs> so we actually watched the alternate ending after this. Yeah, and the alternate ending's better. Yeah. yeah, it's basically the same, except they don't fucking all frown. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, don't all like, realize that they're, oh, we're all in yeah, a snow Only Max hell. does, because he's like, oh, God. Yeah, he's the only one that got to be in the know. But honestly, either way, Krampus does kind of give him his wish. Yeah, yeah, because that's what he says. He's like, I just wanted Christmas to be like how it used to be. Yeah, He gives it. him a Christmas how it used to be, but it's in snowball hell, or yeah. snow globe hell. Yeah, so kind of genie-ass type thing that going on there. Yeah, they're stuck in a snow globe. To and be it, fair, if it's purgatory, yes, that's a terrible, like... Yeah. And he has to just live but, like, Christmas this forever. This ending super rips off the original Jeepers Creepers. Uh, I kind know. of, yeah. In the original Jeepers Creepers, I won't spoil it for you. You're never going to watch it, but I'm just not going to spoil it for people on the podcast. All right. It's in a warehouse, and it's fire everywhere and barrels and everything like that, and music is playing in the background, and it's just fading out and fading out, and then it ends. Huh. Yeah, that sounds about the same. It's almost... It's so similar. So, so similar. Yeah. And also, while it's zooming out, since it's a modern horror movie, the very last frame of the movie is a dumb jump scare. That's yeah. not scary. Well, I'm not good with jump scares, and even I wasn't scared at it. Well, yeah, yeah. Also, I want to make a note here. E was 100% at a certain point in this movie that it was going to be a horror, like a scary horror movie. The very first time with Beth is the first like horror thing in it. E was holding a soda at the time, and like you could feel a jump scare about to happen, and E covered his soda. Yeah, because I thought I was going to get scared so i didn't want to spill soda all over yeah after that scene he never did it again <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't, i I, th- I said this at the start it's not a scary movie it's yeah not. it's it's silly actually. if you do a jump scare right it's actually scary but more often than not a jump scare is just something that's loud and something popping up are and that was yeah. the ending like you said because it was just a bunch of his like little krampus toy minions jumping up and going Rah! at the yeah. end of it yeah and i agree with you the first half is a lot stronger than the second half a lot stronger yeah like i I the first half has an energy to it. Even if I don't like some of the characters, it still still has this pace to it that's kind of enjoyable. But once it starts to get into the quote unquote horror stuff, I think it's so bad and weak. Like, the yeah. only good part is the Jack in the Box because that's just a cool design. Yeah, it's yeah, not even what he does. It's just it's a cool design. Yeah, he has like this predator face. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'll, so I think I'll say I think this movie would have been way better if it was rated R and they actually like went into that. Yeah. So since we're at the end of the movie, fun fact. They fought for this movie for so, so long. It originally had an R rating when during the script writing. The only time it ever got greenlit is when they said, okay, we'll make it PG-13. Uh, yeah. So just immediately, they just bowed down to the studio. You kind of have to sometimes. Yeah, but like it just sucks because you could see 
how much better this movie would have like, been if they were allowed to go real dark. Yeah. yeah, imagine actually getting to see the deaths. Yeah, yeah. If it, it all wasn't just inside the house, if they actually like made a break for the mall and they had to, to try to survive inside of this or inside of that mall environment, mm-hmm. it would have been better with that too. Especially yeah. with the sense of like not being able to tell which ones are actual toys and which ones are Krampus's little minions. Yeah, that would have been yeah. awesome. Another thing, I wish they did. Like I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, don't just end it after max gets the Krampus. that's just a boring ending but like that would be way better than what we got yeah, yeah. it would have been so better bad. yeah it would have been better with if he just was like holding the snow globe he went down to his knees and went no not that <laughs> but if he just like just a slow you just know what, what I they mean, did yeah, yeah you know what i mean literally like, what that would have been did. better than what they actually did do yeah it's a weak ending to a really weak second half yeah. the movie starts so strong and then just slowly gets worse and worse and worse yeah yeah like Thinking back on it, I actually don't think I like this movie. Like, no, I don't. I don't like it. I, I don't mean, like this movie. I think the funnest thing to do with a movie like this is to like sneak it into a Christmas party and then put it on <laughs> and have everyone think it's a Christmas movie until like everyone starts dying. Maybe I just haven't seen the same Christmas movies, but like it's just a downer <laughs> of a Christmas movie. It is. It's yeah. super cynical in everything it does. Like, which you first... can do good. Like a yeah. Christmas vacation does cynical Christmas movie. Is great. That one, the one There's where the that cat or... explodes. I don't remember that oh maybe it happens though. i've only seen it once i haven't I don't seen think it so oh you know what else is a cynical christmas movie uh ed and eddie's jingle jingle jangle <laughs> is that a real thing it is it's the christmas special it actually is somewhat cynical huh. but not entirely if it yeah. ever comes to ed, ed and eddie it's 100 a real thing if it comes out of E's mouth yeah that that is fair so yeah there's only a couple fun facts that i have here um one is about that noodle incident that we mentioned earlier <laughs> is that that's a actually scene? no that actually is a reference to calvin and Hobbes. and calvin uh, and Hobbes, it's mentioned through some of the comics that there were calvin or Hobbes. i forget which one is which calvin is the kid okay yeah. that calvin has a noodle incident but they never elaborate on okay. what it is so that's just kind of a reference to Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, that's my issue with like referencing things. Sometimes it's like if you don't know, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing is at the very end in Max's room, there are a ton of pop culture references. Mm-hmm. A ton. Like we were seeing that at the end of the. Yeah, I saw the Robot Chicken poster. There's Robot Chicken. There's Rick and Morty. The only things that I really care about are there are toys of Gypsy Danger and Leatherback from Pacific Rim. That was huh. another re- legendary film's picture. Yeah, I didn't notice that one. And the last fun fact I have is just kind of a fact. The director of this movie, his most well-known work before this was another holiday film based around Halloween called Trick or Treat. Or Trick oh, or Treat. I've seen that one. He directed that one. Okay. That was his big break. That one was better than Krampus, actually. Yeah. It was rated R. He kind of yeah. had freedom to do whatever he wanted in that. Yeah, that seems And so fair. if you see Trick or Treat and then this, I feel like you're almost immediately disappointed with this if you've yeah, seen that. Yeah, if... I watched Trick or Treat first knowing it was the same director and I was expecting the same level of film. I would have been quite disappointed. For one, how hard it was to find this. And for two, the fact that it was a bargain bin movie that we watched. Like I kind of uh, walked in with low expectations to begin with. I walked in with high expectations. I thought this was going to be way better than it was. No, not a good movie. It does have a cult following, like I said, but I don't see why. So the Maybe last... we'll, well, if you're one of the cult, uh, please contact us at uh, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com and explain to us in great detail why we're wrong. Yeah, or yeah. you can let us know on our Facebook group, The Last Ones In, on Facebook, or our Twitter, Last Ones In. The other thing is that he, since this movie, he hadn't directed anything else until this year, which mm-hmm. was Guess the Movie. I bet neither of you can guess what movie he directed. Uh, Cats. <laughs> no, that would be a successful nightmare. <laughs> uh, Midsommar? Nope. No idea. You guys can't guess. I know you can't. Godzilla King of Monsters. He directed that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. Huh. Is he the reason there's so many people? Probably. 
I didn't like that movie. I know a lot of people really like that movie. I didn't like that movie. I, from what I heard, it's I, really cool as long as you only watch the monster part. I saw King Kong, which I was weirdly enough, like at the end, they decided to say it was a sequel to Godzilla God of Monster or King of Monsters, but which like the Skull Island or whatever. Yeah, the Skull I, Island. I fucking hated that movie. I love that movie. I hated it. I love that one. It was so boring. It's so good. It was a fun movie. <laughs> yeah. And King Kong Skull Island that came first, and then Godzilla King of Monsters, oh. and then I think it's next year. It's uh, Kong versus Godzilla. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, they're all in the same universe now, mm. which yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair I enough. I didn't, I didn't like Kong. I would actually say that might be like my second least favorite movie I've seen. Wow. Really? Yeah. What about That's this? Pretty, I mean, I wasn't bored during this, at least. Yeah, like, what about The Christmas Prince? <laughs> I wasn't bored during it, at least. <laughs> Like my yeah, least I will favorite say that about this movie, at least, is that you're not. It's not boring to watch. Like some yeah. of the slower scenes are a little bit boring, but they're not very long lasting, at least. So at the very least, it's not a boring movie. It's just not a good movie. I think yeah. once it starts to get into like the horror stuff, that's when it starts to get boring. Yeah. yeah. You want me to read the fun fact I found? Yeah, yeah. You, I'm actually you read your fun fact. E. <laughs> All right. So fun fact: the largest known living organism is an aspen grove. That is a okay. fun fact. That is enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Uh, I did actually. Yeah I, was gonna say, yeah, I knew you weren't going to. That's why I even said that before we started uh, recording again. But yeah, like with the fun facts that I found, it's just like Krampus is a cri- Christmas demon. It goes back to pagan times. Yeah, you guys already knew that. I did know that one. Uh, December fifth belongs to Krampus. If you survive, you might be. You're, you might actually get presents <laughs> if you survive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you might get presents. You might not. <laughs> As it says, you might get presents. You might. Imagine being Max. You don't even get the you don't even get the bell at the end. Yeah, just get a middle <laughs> finger. Uh, another one is uh, Krampus may be a monster, but apparently he's pals with Santa, at least within seventeenth century uh, lore about yeah. it. Like Santa's Santa gives the gifts and he does the dirty work. Yeah, Santa's like, here's my naughty list. You know what to do. <laughs> and then uh, Krampus revealers will uh, uh, will hit, push, and whip spectators at their parades because they actually in. Eastern Europe will have parades with Krampus in it. And if you actually find the Krampus demon during the parade, like you could actually get whipped with, oh, what was a it? Whip? No, not whips. <laughs> it's a uh, birch bundle is what it's called. I think that would hurt it. more than getting whipped with the whip. Maybe. Yeah. yeah Cause it's just uh part are the bark of a birch tree or it's actually like uh sticks from a birch tree. And just like they'll chase around people at the parade and just like whip them with these sticks basically. Ow. So like it's possible to get welts while going to those places. Why would you go to it then? Eastern Europe festival. Europe. Yeah, Eastern Europe, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, the narrow streets of old city sections of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as Krampus stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or a yeah, restaurant. So would I. <laughs> yeah, most people would. Uh, only to be pursued by determined Krampus. With our so many e- our easy targets, we again managed to escape largely unharmed. At times, we were chased, jostled, and struck. But compared with brutality we are witnessed, it was obvious that we had been spared the full brunt of what Krampus could muster. So some people actually left with welts from it. Jesus. Fuck that festival. <laughs> Forget like, that. Once again. Yeah, but if you survive, you might get a present. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, by the way, the design in this was just kind of generic for Krampus. It was. Yeah. Like, if you actually, like, I think if you were to Google Krampus and, like, see some of the festival images of it, like, this is a lazy image yeah. compared like, to what. Like they showed a better Krampus. Krampus at the end. They should have did the goat Krampus. I think yeah. that's one of the best Krampuses. This yeah. just seems like Saint Nick. Like, yeah. horns. It's, it's Saint it literally Nick looks like eyes. a weird Saint Nick with horns and goat. Yeah. We didn't like this Any movie of, much. This is almost a good with, movie. Yeah. It is. That, that's a problem. Almost. It's on the cusp. It's on the tip. It, it had something going, but it just lost it. Like, I think you could improve this movie just by removing the stupid fucking sound effects. First time I saw this movie, I didn't like it. 
I think I like it even less now. Uh, I don't think... I feel like this is something you'd put on... If you feel like watching a horror movie during the holiday seasons, maybe this is something you could put on as background noise. But other than that, it doesn't have a whole lot of redeeming qualities. Mm. And I think it's like what you said. It was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of production stuff happening in the background. We're like, oh no, we have to have this PG-13. So we got to do this, 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 and this. And so it was a lot of less of someone who actually wrote the script wanting the movie to be like this and more producers pushing it to be like this kind mm. of movie. And it's one of those, like, we got to do this so that way we can get PG-13 and make actual money off of it. And because they did those things, it made the movie flop. I don't think I'll ever have a desire to see this movie again. Like, I think I'd put it maybe maybe more than The Christmas Prince, but that's a huge maybe. Yeah. Honestly, I was really hoping that I just missed something the first time. Because I know a few people that really love this movie. And I was just hoping I just missed something somewhere. But I like it less now. Maybe we're supposed to drink the peppermint schnoz. Maybe, maybe watch that's it. the hint. That's the secret. <laughs> that's why they tell us so early in the movie. Yeah. yeah. They're like, all right, you're at the second half. You're going to need some. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's going to be it for us on this one. This one's yep. going to be posted up a little after Christmas, but we felt we still needed to get it done this yeah. year. So happy after Christmas. Yeah. I hope you guys had a great holiday season, really. And yeah. you know what? You guys have been listening to this, and we've been seeing our numbers go up. It's amazing. Thank you, Thank guys. you guys so much. Thank you. I hope that you have a great New Year's. We have a really, really fun schedule in the next few months coming up. We're all really excited about it, I think. I think so. And I am. I just can't wait for what the future of this podcast has. So thank you guys so much. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Bye.